the girlies in, uh, that are mm, listening, he is fine. so fine, y'all. I wanted to slurp him up mm. that entire <laughs> show. <laughs> Proper. Proper. He's a proper munch. Girl, I got proper zooted this weekend. <laughs> Can I put you for a proper chat? Proper. Hey guys, welcome back to Proper. I'm your host, Alexis. Bon appetit, y'all. I'm your host, Mike. Looking juicy and sexy as ever. Juicy. Mike <laughs> grew a mustache, you guys. He said, I'm going to España. Let me get my Latino. Wait, For actually, Spanish. No, they're not. Yeah. Latino. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rosalia just got backlash for saying she was Latina. Well, not just, but that was like two years ago. Speaking of Rosalia, oh. did y'all see that her and Raul fucking broke up? You guys, I'm so sad. Their relationship, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Go ahead. Their relationship, it was so cute. They just released an EP together. And, like, at his shows, he would have, like, a compilation video of their love while he would sing Fuck one of their off. songs together. I Bro, I want so it. fucking I beautiful. I want it. <laughs> he literally, and he's, like, Puerto Rican, and she's from Spain. So it's, like, you know, similar but very different backgrounds. Colonizer and like, mentality exactly <laughs> and then their creative space <laughs> they like the fact that they create together and like one day i was on a binge of just watching their interviews together and he mm-hmm. always talks about how she inspires him and rotity rot it was just like oh my god and the fact that they broke mike and i think they just got engaged so when i heard they broke up it was like it was way too big of a deal for me because I've been looking, I've been looking up to their relationship a little bit. Like, to be honest, I never even knew who he was until the news of their breakup came out. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, but I you don't, don't listen, listen to, to reggaeton. Yeah. yeah, you don't listen to Spanish music like that. But I would, I mean, he's like on Bad Bunny level, I would say, or close to it. There's a conspiracy theory that one of the Blackpink members, every time she hangs out with a girl that's dating mm-hmm. a guy, that they break mm-hmm. up. Then people are posting pictures of, like, that girl from Blackpink with Ro- Rosalia. <gasps> and then they broke up. She got so, a curse on her, girl. Same thing happened with Miley Cyrus. Same thing happened with, yup. And some other people. It's the girl Rosé from Blackpink for the K-pop girlies. Yeah, that's our little pop culture segment for you mm-hmm. guys. News update. Gay news. Gay news. <laughs> Anyways, that's the tone for you guys. I'll start it because I'm so excited with the weather right now. Mind you, yesterday was disgusting, but today mm, it's a high of 80, low of like 62, which is so crisp Ooh. and amazing. There's like mm-hmm. no humidity, but for the last like three weeks, it's been like 90, humid, hot, heat disgusting. wave, baby. Heat wave, baby. Yeah. But today, a brand new day so it feels good it's 11 16 a.m on a sunday morning over here new york city babes new york city my guy my guy queens new york i've been complaining that the weather here has been garbage because we had three weeks of summer mm-hmm. now it's actually really nice yeah Say. yesterday was like a warm day i was like i'm gonna go tanning didn't actually tan um <laughs> I did. Yeah. You told me to. You heard. You told me to tan, and I sure did, girl. I definitely didn't. I wasted my time during the midday. Regardless, mm-hmm. Stockholm is finally getting some heat. Unfortunately, I'm leaving to Spain. I mean, fortunately and yeah, unfortunately. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a give and take, pros and cons list, you know. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but it is now five seventeen in the afternoon PM. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And we're happy, we're living, we're thriving, and we're ready for this episode. 
Let's fucking go. Finally. We have had technical difficulties. We've recorded this (laughs) episode three times. Not to bring up the past, but just so you know, (laughs) we really tried to push an episode for you guys last week. We're not one of those (laughs) podcasters that are like, yeah, 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 we're consistent, we're consistent, and we're like fake consistent and lazy. Like We tried so hard to push an episode last week, but we were just not on the same wavelength of podcasting something was in the air something was not serving but Mm -mm. we're back better than ever i finally got my period let's congratulate that that's what it was girl that the way the way mike is projecting right now what in reality but i would say 70 percent of the reason we couldn't push the episode was because of him Mm, you know it's a it's a give or take it's a give (laughs) or take let's not point no fingers this is not a courtroom let's get raw order in the courts (laughs) order in the courts and with that yeah no but for real let's congratulate my period part (laughs) no finally girl how long has it been actually i was waiting on it for seven weeks like it was seven weeks overdue i thought seven months girl no but (laughs) i was listening to one of our old episodes and it was when i was like two weeks late for my period and i was saying like oh i know when i get my period i'm gonna be happy and for real girl that cloud that has been on me all summer i Mm. wouldn't just blame i would say 90 to 80 percent of it was because i didn't get my period and that just stressed me out more that's a big percent girl all of the stresses that came my way if i would have had a regular period and had regular Mm. hormones I would have been able to handle them a lot more or a lot easier than the way I've been handling them. With a clearer mind, for sure. That part, yeah. Because yeah. that cloud, girl, that fucking hormonal cloud, which is mm. aka depression, that was not it. But I feel free. I feel free. I feel girl, free this might be a dumb now. question. Shout out to the barbs. Huh? If you don't get your period, does like oh. the utero lining still shed and stay inside you? Yeah, it stays inside. So then... The way it comes out, I'm not going to paint a picture for you guys, but the girls know. (laughs) Um, It comes out in different ways, which is another thing I'm learning. Like the actual week of period of, you know, menstruation or whatever. Mm -hmm. It just comes in different forms. And like, we're not taught that either. Like it looks different. Girl, I know all the time. Girl. So let's get proper. Let's get proper loaded. (laughs) Let's go. Let me start it off since I always start. For those that are new, I came back from Berlin two weeks ago now. I think it's two weeks mm-hmm. now at this point. Yeah. And my routines were out of whack. I was in vacation mode. I had no care in the world. Mm. And I established like Not a one. really good... Mm. <laughs> Let it be known. Let it be I had a really good established morning routine, day routine, where I would, like, do all these things, like, work out, eat my vitamins, mm. blah, blah, blah. Eat your vitamins, girl. <laughs> I chew them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> like a chew toy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> and then I came back and I was like, what is going on? Why am I so sad? Why can't I do anything? Bitch, you're sitting in bed playing TikTok. <laughs> bitch, get the fuck <laughs> no, up. No, literally. <laughs> bitch, I couldn't do shit but that for like a week. Yeah, but now I'm back on my shit, back on my bullshit. She back better than ever. Thank you fucking God. Be, you better be good when you come back from fucking España. No, no, no. I learned after Berlin, I was like, Never am I doing that again. I'm too old for right. this shit. Bitch, I'm not 23 Yeah, Mike no more. said that he's taking a leave from raving, you guys. I literally went to a rave two days ago. 
<laughs> I think I, I think except, but you've been doing good. Like, look at you now. It's not like you're coming down. Like, I think excessive raving of like yeah. trip raving. Yeah, it's more of taking an excess. Yes, and because yeah. it's when you do that back to back raving, you take an excess yeah. to keep up with the back to back raving. So it's yeah. like, because when I was in Berlin, it was four days with eight hours of sleep combined. Yeah. And that yeah. is what killed me. Like, for three days after I came back, I f- did not feel human. Like, I would get out of bed, but my head felt detached from my body. That's insane. Yeah, no, guys, it's insane. Quick side note, just so you guys know. Mike told me a story when he was in Berlin. And it's a story that I think I'll remember forever. And I think you still think about it. About that girl who took a uh, golf ball size of ketamine. Golf ball, girl. It was almost a foot long line of ketamine. <laughs> and then was like, I didn't really feel it. How are you guys doing? Bitch, I took she like. She was like, guys, she was my height. She was like five feet tall. Yeah. Petite. She, I feel she works out a lot. Maybe that's why she don't. No, no, no. She's a crackhead. She's but a queen, crackhead. queen, 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 queen. Like, queen, honestly, queen. she invited us to the club with her. She let us into her house. She offered us vitamins, cold blankets, whatever we need. A hammock. We mm. laid in her hammock. We talked. We chilled. Mm. First time we met this girl during a deal. Shout out to the crackheads. <laughs> if you identify as crackheads, shout out to you. Shout out to you. Anyways, let me get low for y'all. I'm so happy that my low... It's pretty insignificant. <laughs> no, literally, I realized that like I've been low for a really long time. Like listening yeah. back to every episode, I'm like, I'm feeling really buggy low, you guys. Yeah, anyway, my low is the acne that I've been accumulating because of a few things. I would say pollution in the air because mm. New York's pollution is disgusting. Apparently, humidity also fucks mm. with acne, and I had no idea. Yeah. Along with y'all, remember I was sick like seven weeks ago i had to take steroids to clear my lungs for that oh and steroids causes cystic acne Mm. and so and it happens once you stop taking it so Mm -hmm. i had that and that was when the heavy pollution happened along with not getting my period and now getting my period along with stress you guys this fucking you know when it just hurts to just live yeah hurts to look at even it hurts to look at. No, seriously, psychologically, yep. you feel so ugly, disgusting, like a fucking toad. Yep. And then you feel it around your mouth because hormonal is like, you know, chin, mouth, mm-hmm. you know, lower cheek or jawline. I mean, is it the crusty pimples like the crusty itchy? No, it's been like cystic, like they want to pop, but don't pop it. But like if you mm. move, if you laugh too hard, they'll, they might fucking tear like one of them looked like a spider bite mike yeah yeah, yeah. literally one of them was like it had like four whitehead dots all under one big ass red my mega pimple but now like you see it's getting clearer it feels and i think it's because of the humidity and um the hormone shift because i know with dry air like it dries out the pimple so it decreases in size really fast right i noticed that when you tan like, when I tan, my skin looks better. Yes. I never right? knew what it was. Like, my skin clears up so fast. Like, even, like, the small little bumps that you have on, like, your forehead go away. And I always thought right. it was the salt water because I go to the beach and tan. But I think it's just the sun. It's the sun. It is. I learned that yesterday. I was talking to one of my friends. And she was like, oh, have you tried, like, tanning? Has that helped? And I was like, girl, is that, that's what it does? Because that's what I thought. And she was like, yeah, it dries them out. <gasps> that's it what it dry- is. Yeah, it oh. dries them out. And the saltwater combination also does the same thing. 
There yeah, we go. the salt water helps. But like since I was laying out and I was sweating and it was humid, it wasn't helping as much. But yesterday, since it's gotten drier and today and like now I'm getting off of my period, I think I'm about to be so skinny, beautiful, Ooh. feral. Ooh, I'm so excited to get off my period right now. You guys are looking good so on happy. Instagram. Also, speaking of skinny. Everybody's Honestly. saying that. You guys, you know who came back around? Tell us. A couple Ooh. people. Ooh, a couple people. Um, the fitness instructor came back around. Ooh. Complimented. Yeah. Look back at our, I believe it was the pickup. No, no, no. No, it was 22. It was episode 22. Episode 22. Y'all, right? hear that story. That was juicy. That was a juicy story. I approached a very fine man, but he's off the pedestal now. He's a, what I've realized. Fine man ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Now that this cloud is off of me, because before, y'all remember, like, two weeks ago, I was like, oh, dating is so hard, rada rada. Mm-hmm. Men are just so men. Like, it's just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. nothing ma- Like nothing that they say matters. They just say shit. They're not on this pedestal. No man is better than you. I don't want to say you're better than a man, but definitely go into it thinking that way so that you mm-hmm. can f- remember who the fuck you are. Because they are just people, no matter, like, how fine they are, how successful they are, right, no matter what, they are reg- regular. <sighs> they are regular. Regular. Mm-mm-mm. The way we are just pussy to them, they are literally just pee-pees to us. Like, it's really that simple. Yeah, no, it is. Honestly. And, like, you can have respect for them and gain that eventually, you know? And I'm not saying men aren't shit. Men are beautiful and men are great. But, like, we all are. Yeah. I think it all depends on how they were raised, who they were around their whole life. It's, it's a, right. a lot of factors. Well, he's, like, fake, like... We don't really know too much about the personal trainer. Is he a personal? Yeah, he's like a fitness instructor. Like One of the, the fitness yeah, instructors, yeah, yeah, honestly. The. But yeah, he's like very much like, you know, motivational speech mindset. Like is his like vibe like 32, like I'm old, mm-hmm. rada, rada. But in reality, he a dog, girl. He a dog just like everybody. That's just a character he plays. Right. And Ooh. it's like, I could be so perfect. And if a guy's not ready for my perfectness, they're going to view me however they want to view me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, love that. I can't control whether or not they view me as just as a girl who has a big ass or a girl with an amazing personality and drive with an amazing ass. You know what mm, I mean? Like, Yeah, that's yeah. No, a- that's a really good... Like, you don't have control of how people are going to view you. Right. Don't stress about it. Remember what we were talking about yesterday of like, also realizing like people aren't bad like there are definitely bad people like yeah let's be real you know but when people do bad things we're quick to assume it's targeted towards us that part along with accumulating all of the trauma that associates with that emotion that they caused in that moment of them being bad towards us Mm. and then we put all of that baggage onto that when it's not really deserving it's valid because that's what our minds do to connect and be like wait i felt this before let me protect myself you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah yeah exactly but in reality it's like people do things because of themselves because of their projections and it has nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. and it's up to you if you want to give them that opportunity to come back as a normal human being that isn't deranged or you know (laughs) and like laying your boundaries down and letting them match those boundaries or you know letting them go completely but i don't know i'm just learning not to drop people i'm learning not to jump to a complete judgment of somebody like fuck that guy he's a bad person he's terrible i mm. hope his my mom dies like i'm not doing that anymore because i excessive. was doing that before no i don't give a fuck i was angry <laughs> i think like on the same note of this you can never really truly understand 
why a person does something or know mm. what's going on in their mind in the first place mm. because you've never lived their life through their eyes. Absolutely. So trying to figure out why somebody made some sort of decision is just going to be a waste of time. You'll at the never end of the day. know anybody a hundred percent. It could exactly. be a twenty-year fucking marriage, and you're still not going to know that because we barely know ourselves, and we change all. We change every day. So it's like, how do we expect to know everything about somebody? Exactly. Speaking of the unknown, you don't know about my second low. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good transition, girl. <laughs> Go ahead. So this low deals with work. So <laughs> not me like drawing it out. Anyways, yeah, so I was like, at <laughs> So I was at work. I'm fired. <laughs> I was at work and we had a pretty good rush going on. And I see this group of four people come in. And one of them was the man of my dreams, child. Mm. This man had a mustache, a nice fade, a, like a mm. skin fade. He mm. was like Asian and white looking. Mm. I'm not too sure actually what he was. He could have been Latino. And the been. low is that I said nothing. You didn't say none. You said no. goddamn thing, goddamn. Boo. I went to the I went to the table to present Boo. wine and food like four times and didn't even look at him. You didn't even give him <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> I didn't. I looked at everybody else but him. I would look at him in the eyes and then be like, because he's looking at me in the eyes and I get like nervous. And I think he was gay too. I'm pretty sure he was. That was what made me nervous. Like I can go to any straight guy that I think is like attractive at work. Even in general, like I could talk to a straight guy because I feel there's no pressure to succeed. There's no rejection that could happen because I already know that it's not gonna work with a straight guy. So go into it like that. Just think of all men as like straight men. Yeah. It's like that pedestal, like how you put straight men on a pedestal, or um, gay men on a pedestal. I was putting straight men on a pedestal. Speaking of rejected, I got rejected on a date last week. <laughs> yeah, but you handled that shit well. You said and? Yeah, I was like, and, bitch. I'm cute to other people. I don't have to be cute to everybody else. And also, I don't really need to know his justification. Yeah, that got nothing to do with you. Yeah, exactly. I, I felt so healed because I heard that and I was like, okay. Okay, bye. You Literally. are boss. Not mine. Mm, but that's all the lows I had for y'all. Thank Let's fucking God. Fucking hi. Hi, yeah, yeah. We have been saying all day. No, actually, I did sing earlier. I forgot. <laughs> Jump it off for us, girl. What got you high? Oh, I'm getting high. Since first. I just okay. went. Yeah, might as well, because you got two lows. Um, for once, I only got one low. I got a few highs, though. One of them is that there was a day where I was feeling low couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and i put on a regular schmegular fit and like i was just like Ugh, like i'm not flexing with this fit but whatever i'm gonna just put it on i'm leaving the house girl as soon as i left the house back to back women beautiful women stopped me to tell me how beautiful oh. i am and how beautiful my body is girl that's cr- girl that eats Eat. uh, that would make my fucking month to be honest like bitch i'm still talking about it because i'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all it's been my high the last two trials that we <laughs> We made this episode. It would be mine too, bitch. No, Damn. they ate. No, literally, one of them. She was a stallion, and she was like, "I love your body," and I was like, "That's crazy." Like knowing that a stallion loves my body, I was like, Ooh. "Nobody can tell me shit." Like, bitch, I'm bodied. Bitch, I'm bodied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you say stallion, I always think of like a Shein model. No, I think of like Meg the Stallion. I think too, but I think of the body type of a Shein model. I guess just like a, a long thick, leg, thick thighed, big titties, bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, but like no waist, no waist, 
no tummy. Double Ds. You can literally ride on their back and they could run because they are stallions. <laughs> like, <laughs> got a hump on their back like they a camel. I think I got my new type, which is <laughs> stallions. You need to start trying with girls. We've been talking about this since the inception of the pod. I know, but then I, I started working towards men again. Yeah, you know, you've been yeah, having a really good relationship with men. Yes, you guys. Let's high five to that. And let's congratulate that. <laughs> we need to stop doing this shit. We've been doing it for too many episodes. No, I love that. I, I get excited. Are you kidding? I love that part. I think that could. You guys tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that's one of the greatest things that we have. For those that don't know, that comes from an interview. Oprah interviews Lindsay Lohan and she's like, I've been sober oh, yeah. for so long. Yeah, and yeah, Oprah's yeah. like, let's, let's congratulate, congratulate that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go, Oprah. <laughs> Pero, let me bust a few highs out. Another one. <laughs> go ahead. I said, go ahead, bitch. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you get live in action of what I'm doing. Live updates. Live updates. <laughs> I went to a selection show, which for some of you guys who don't know, selection is this DJ collective and community mm. ran by Joe K and his partner Andre Power, I believe. Y'all, look up Joe K, y'all. The girlies in, uh, that are mm, listening, he is fine. so fine, y'all. I wanted to slurp him up mm. that entire <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been wet. I was so, literally, Mike, I came home and I was like, wow, you would think that I was dry humping <laughs> one of my favorite men. Like, Penny's covered in discharge. Girl, if I had one of the, no, if I had one of <laughs> y'all know one of those vibrator things that you connect to your panties? If I had one of those, I, pro- I literally... Anyways, girl, a moment of so silence fine. just watching his fingers and like his hand and he had rings on of course because he's mm. my type of course Ooh. and you know the music he was playing was drum and bass and afro beats and shit from south africa and like all this fucking shite i've never heard and he came on the scene and he was like just have an open mind today girl mm. he was layering like jazz beats with it i don't even know okay i need to go to one of these shows if they ever come to uh, europe honestly he does he went to he sold out london like he literally sells shit out oh, girl i gotta wait to get my passport to go to the uk yeah but it was so good and like the community there it was like nobody was like pushing each other nobody was like trying to like dance mm. you know how the men be like just trying to grab your waist and dance yeah. on you nobody did that like i was throwing it back freely nobody was catching it thankfully that's why i like rave so much because the community goes there for the music for only. the music only because when yeah. you go to clubs and bars to dance like there's people that go there to fuck there's right. people that go there to talk you know, right. there's a variety of things. Exactly. But when you go to a rave, people go to dance. Literally, that's it. So we were just dancing. I, like, pre-rolled a few. Mm. Girl, I was smoking. I was she on was ready. Else. Girl, I was literally... <laughs> I had my water in one hand. I had my fan in the other, girl, and the blunt in between. And I was like... It was at a music festival. Girl, the way... And I kept my sunglasses on even when the sun went down. And I had my darkest sunglasses on. Girl, the way my eyes were closing in between, like... People were, like, going in front of me. And I didn't even know. Like, I accidentally ashed on somebody because my eyes is closed. I'm dancing, hands in the air. Like, I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a good, I've had a good week. I had a lot of fun things that happened. 
That's good. That's really Thanks. good, bitch. I know. I deserved mm. it, girl. Because it's been a shitty summer. We were so excited for summer. Yeah. And it's been, like, not... I mean... <laughs> Speak you for yourself. I've been having yeah, a good yeah. summer. <laughs> I didn't have a shitty summer, but it's just my expectations were high. That's all. Yeah. I think that happens to a lot of people. It's like same thing happens during the holidays. Like we have these huge expectations. Right. And then that's why it's like one of the most depressing seasons, like Christmas and New Year's. A lot of people are depressed. Truly. Mm. No, truly, 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 truly. So count your anyway, days, get, y'all. Um, get high for me, girl. <laughs> count your days. <laughs> You're anyway. Another work-related situation. <laughs> She's obsessed with her Michelin store job. No, guys. bitch, I love my job. That's actually one of my highs that I love my job. I love that. <laughs> but for the, y'all that don't know, I work at this restaurant, and everybody pretty much likes me. Like, everybody's part of a team, so we talk and we collaborate. Right. It's fine dining, you guys, that are new here. Mm, but the dishwasher has hated me since day one. Don't know why. Don't even care, actually. Is he spick? Yeah. He's from Bolivia, <laughs> Bolivia, I believe. Oh, girl, ain't that the same as Bulgaria? Y'all should relate. Girl, people used to always, I would tell them like, oh, I'm from Bulgaria. And they're like, oh, where's Bolivia? And I'm like, girl, didn't I just girl, say Bulgaria? I will beat bitch. your ass. But Bolivia is in South America, correct? Yeah, exactly. And people in the States think that I'm Hispanic just because I have so tan skin. So they're like Bolivia for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like Bolivia. Well, it's because you have brown eyes and brown hair and you got your curly little hair, especially when your hair was long. You got a chiseled chin. Don't bring that back. That ugly ass. You guys, my hair. Are you going to get a fade? I'm going to get a buzz cut soon. That'll be cute. Let it be known. (laughs) But he finally said bye to me the other day. Like, it was a really good... (laughs) It was a really good work shift. Like, it was a really good rush. And everybody was, like, happy, high energy. And at the end, he was like... Uh, hey doll, Mike, and I was like, "Oh, Viking!" Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "I was like, bye." No, he doesn't acknowledge me now, but after that, I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." He do so, like me. Mm, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I'm counting my days. Well, uh, we love a high. <laughs> so another proper high that I have. It's also like a realization relating it back to a trend that we've talked about in episodes before if you want to listen back but i tanned yesterday because you told i you know i was bored i had nothing to do after we Mm -hmm. had our meeting and i didn't want to spend no money so i was like you know i listened to you i tanned i started a book i'm not gonna wreck y'all the book yet i think i'm gonna save it for next week but it's so good how far in are you i'm like halfway already it's so fucking damn bitch because you read books for one month like one book well when they're boring (laughs) when they're boring but like a not so meet cute i've read in two days and like the sequel of that i read in like two days each i could read a book quick girl i am a little dyslexic i ain't gonna Mm. hold you like something that'll take seven hours (laughs) it would take me nine hours but if it's boring it's gonna take me oh yeah i got the same problem i get distracted and think i'm reading right but this one i'm gonna read y'all the prologue next week because that shit instantly is like (gasps) and then like as soon as it starts it's like it starts off with a sex scene. It's insane. But it's mystery. Okay, it's not a smut. It's smut thriller. Okay. <laughs> so is it like... <laughs> I have another one that's smut thriller that's so good. Verity? This Verity. wasn't even supposed to be a wreck, you guys. Mike, you need to read Verity. I'm making it a wreck. Fuck Let it. Let me write this down. Mike, Verity, I read literally in a day. I'm not even kidding. It was probably the quickest book. And I was like attached to it for months on end. So the book I'm reading now is similar to Verity's style if you guys are interested, but stay tuned for next week or mm. you can just head to the Batty Book Club and look for it. Don't assume you're going to finish it by next week. 
What my book? The yeah. book I'm reading. No, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna finish it today. I'm gonna hold you to that. Go ahead and hold <laughs> you to it, bitch. Um, but I was reading. I was tanning, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> Something about sweating <laughs> makes me horny. <laughs> Tune Every in to the I episode <laughs> 16 where Alexis sweats and has a horny moment in public. <laughs> Every time I tan, I have to like stop tanning for a second. <laughs> I have a little me time. She... A little flick of the bean. I don't know if it's the sweat or because I just feel so sexy because like I'm wearing a bathing suit and I just like I love myself so much and I'm attracted to myself or what like please mm-hmm. don't call me a narcissist you guys I don't know if it's just the self love that I built for myself that's a good thing to yeah. have girl good I hope so because I look at myself and I'm like god damn <laughs> what are you supposed to say god damn you look like shit <laughs> like, maybe what I else? mean there are times there are times where I'm editing a video I'm like you fat fucking bitch you Michelin fat bitch all you have is rolls maybe have something else in your life besides rolls is <laughs> literally how I talk to myself sometimes Girl, I've been doing that recently but I cut myself off so fast yeah I'm like Alexis shut it girl. down shut it down pero i don't know if it's the bathing suit or what and like i won't i'll just be reading and tanning i'm not even reading smut and i just am like horned up so yeah maybe it's because when you sweat you release pheromones because a lot of people when they work out also get horny it could be that it's something because i sweat like if i'm fucking and if i'm the one fucking i'm sweating like i'm pretty quick to to get a little a little face sweat, a little back sweat. Girl, I be getting it right on the top of my forehead. Mine is my upper lip, girl. Mm, I get girl, a little I know. moist. <gasps> yeah, for sure. <laughs> to lubricate the penis going into your mouth. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I was like, I just had a revelation. I was like, why am I like this? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's good to know yourself. <laughs> I guess so. Like, if, if my man, for my future man that's listening, if you ever want to get me in the mood, tell me to go tan. Girl, now <laughs> I know not to be out. around you when you tan. No, literally, <laughs> literally, a fantasy is like my man walking uh, in while I'm tanning and then just digging me down on the balcony. Everybody watch him. Oof. We talked about that in our kink episode also. Yeah, go go ahead and head to that. I think that's pre-proper, y'all. So That's crazy. I forgot that we were off duty. We love a pre-com, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of feeling sexy, have y'all heard of Team Self Love? TSL. Girl, TSL. <laughs> we love Miss TSL. We do, we do. TSL is an all inclusive gym wear brand where it's exactly what you hear at Team Self Love. And mm-hmm. they provide athletic wear sets and cotton sweats all the way up to size 4X, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exactly. And you guys, this is a dead ass sponsorship. We got our first. Code, let's celebrate that. (laughs) So go ahead and head to tslcollections.com and use code PROPER. Do you have another high? I did, but I touched on it a little bit, but I'll expand really fast. So I was saying that I love my job a lot. Mm -hmm. And like at work, I'm getting even more comfortable now. So we have like inside jokes even. So like last week we were doing... (laughs) AI jokes like one coworker was moving like she was AI. I was like, "Bitch, you look like fucking AI." So then the <laughs> you whole serve week, AI right yeah, now. No, literally. 
So that was a whole joke, and then now it's turned into Simlish, like how Sims talk, like bada bi boom bang, bing dong do lop. Not Mike really loving his no, life. It feels so job. good to go to work and like not treat it like work. Right. Because I work long shifts too, so it's not like I go for four hours and then I come back and I'm like, oh, what a day. No, bitch, I go there for like ten, eleven. Well. a lot that's a common thing that i've noticed when people who have worked in fine dining like the community y'all have with fine dining is because like y'all actually help each other and like each other mm. and like have to like actually team build you know rather than hate each other it's so different than like regular serving because regular serving there's a lot of drama and like competition i would say mm -hmm. and it's just mm -hmm. like all the restaurants that i've worked at before it's usually when you do something wrong it's pointed out but when you do something mm -hmm. right nobody acknowledges it but at this restaurant like if i'm doing good at during a shift my coworkers will be like you're doing so good like we're watching you do so good and we've been talking about it and we all say to each other like oh amazing job high five like it's so supportive i love that it's so happy and i could talk freely about everything and nobody judges me like Slay. Oh, it's so good i love that for you girl <laughs> well, let's get into our proper recs yeah you want me to kick us off oh let's see what were you watching girl i saw the barbie movie but i didn't actually see it because i fell asleep saw course. in quotes right quote unquote saw <laughs> um but i did write one note which was didn't know it would be this funny oh just a gist it's not a kids movie like this shit is a funny adult movie i feel like it was made for the intention of adults Okay, I love that, actually. Especially our age. And it's just such a good message with feminism. True feminism, not, like, hyper-feminism that isn't even feminism. Like, we're talking about, like, monarchy, societal views, and what it would be like if our society mm. was built on women rather than men. It's not that corny feminism where, like, movies are trying to push feminist ideals, but it, they do it in a cringy way that's, like, overdone. No, I think they do it in a way to make people Tasteful. understand. Okay, perfect. Because it's like, because we live in a society that's built on masculinity and men, right? And so yeah. it's normal to us. We don't notice it. But it, it showed Barbie's world, which is a, a woman's world rather mm -hmm. than a man's world, which we're used to living in. And so it's like women are construction workers. Like, I'm feeling low. Let me go see what the construction workers are doing. And it's women, you know, yeah. or like women on the dollar bill, things like that. So that we see like, fuck, we are living in a man's world. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And it's not that we want to live in a women's world. It's just like, let's just have both, which is feminism. Do you remember when we learned in our religions class? because me and Alexa mm -hmm. took a religions class in college together, we mm -hmm. learned that religion was the reason that men became in power. So before yep. men were in power, it was actually female gods that everybody mm -hmm. worshipped and females were seen as higher. And then there was yep. a shift with the world was viewing a different religion instead. And then that's right. when it shifted. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> that brings me to Woman King because I, I was actually listening to one mm. of our old episodes and I recommended Woman King. Yeah. And it was based on a true story, remember? And it's yeah. like women used to be the kings. Like it's no queen to the king. It's like they were the king, mm. you know? And so, yeah, I definitely need to rewatch Barbie so that I can actually watch it. But like yeah. instantly it was funny. And Margot Robbie did so good. Her fits were amazing. Yeah, I've seen pictures. Even at the debut, she looked so good. Oh my god, she's done so good. She's really like developed as an actress. So side note, I just learned this bitch is Australian. Also, she knows sign language. Girl, 
Okay. She was girl. I was like, shout out to her. She was gang doing her fucking. She was doing <laughs> fucking gang signs to a crowd once, and people were like, "What an angel!" Because she was talking gang. She was talking gang gang with a fan, and I was like, "That's crazy! What a queen!" Yeah. <laughs> Question about the Barbie movie: Is it a musical? No. Thank fucking god. Not that I recall. They had a soundtrack made for Barbie. Yeah. So it ended with. Bitch, I'm bad like a Barbie. Yeah, because uh, Ice Spice was in it. They had everybody. Charlie XCX. Yeah. Like. Uh, Lizzo had a song with them. Yeah, they had like their own album type thing. No, because I saw like a trailer that was like a musical part of the movie. And I was like, please don't be a fucking musical. Please, God. May, but again, I fell asleep a lot. So it was an 845 <laughs> fucking show. We went and got fucking food before. Plus popcorn and candy at the movie plus we was zooted plus we was smoking in the theater plus there was a motherfucking heated seat in a recliner girl. plus it was the first day of my period might as well plus be i had bed. a long day girl i went not night <laughs> the way i tried so hard to stay up because i paid for that fucking movie my, uh, like literally slits. eyebrows <laughs> oh that was me on the bus coming home you see school. that you can't <laughs> even see the lines in my forehead when oh. i do that you guys uh, i got botox for the first time stay tuned did you not talk about it before no, I still have to release the video. Honestly, highly recommend. I only got a little bit. I got like 20 yeah. units and I got preventative Botox. Um, if you're here in New York, I highly recommend them. And the code will be in the description for Peachy. It's like a flat rate fee and they only do FDA approved areas. So mm. eyebrows and up. And so like I said, I only did 20 units and she recommended everything that I should do. And it's powered with AI, which is really fucking dope. Chat GPT. No, that ass. So they they have like this AI machine that's still getting patented or whatever, but it takes a picture of your skin and then it has the points where it recommends wow. where you, and how many units, right? And Insane. then the practitioner will decide with you. And so I got it almost three weeks ago now. I love the results. Like my eyebrows are mm. like evenly kind of lifted above my glasses, which I really like. Like you yeah. can see my, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Well, ever since you got it, I've been thinking, like, maybe I should get some. I just need to save the money for it. Well, when you come over here, you know, I got you with all of my brand deals, girl. We'll have a fucking proper discount at that point. I might be coming, actually. You guys, so, yeah. And we're, not gonna do, to, we're not going to talk about it no more. We're going to let it be and be, be let bygones be bygones. <laughs> Like, literally, I was like, you know what Mike hasn't said in a while? Let bygones be bygones. Girl, I thought that literally an hour ago. Let me move on to my high, or, Give me, girl, uh, my wreck. Where are we? We're on the wrecks, Proper girl. Wreck. Let me remind mm. ya. Remind ya. I'm kind of. Anyway, so y'all, this is actually not a wreck. This is a not wreck. Okay. So I watched this new movie that came out called Joyride. Oh, you hated it? I hated it at Damn. the end because the whole movie, I was like, do I like this? Do I not like this? I don't know if I was too high and that's why because I was overanalyzing everything. But this movie had rave reviews. I think it has like a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody's what? saying it's like really good. So let me give you all like a quick rundown of the movie, what it's about. So it's about these like four Chinese Americans that have these shenanigans in China. And people are saying it's like the hangover or like, oh, my God, trip. I went to start it. I went to start it. But then I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good. No, it's so cringy. The previews looked cringy. That's why I didn't. Yeah, exactly. No, the whole movie is like that. It's that. 
So it's supposed to be like an all Asian cast, but they they push too far the Asian thing and they do it in a really cringy way. Ooh. One girl is like, "Oh, you you're not even full Asian. You don't like boba, and you've never dated an Asian guy." The Asian guy part's fine, but, like, you don't like boba? Like, bitch, why is that? It's just, like, it's, like, not progressed enough. It's just, like, outdated with that type of... Yeah. It's, like, the hangover humor, if the hangover was bad. But, like, even if it was good, it's, like, we're past the hangover humor. It's, like, you can't make a scary movie type movie now because we're past that, like, the trend of comedies. Yeah. And we're talking about scary movie as in with the Wayne Brothers type Exactly. Of, you know? Another thing of, like, how they focus on the Asian thing too much is, like, one of the girls was, like, a K-pop fan. I was like, why does she have to be, like, a K-pop fan? Like, just because it's Asian? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's too much on the nose, you know? Like... Mm, I know exactly what you mean. There was some funny parts, for sure. Like, there was a part where they had to, like, put drugs all up in their assholes and vaginas. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? Apparently, it's based on, like... Not a true story. It says loosely inspired by her own friends. Okay, well... The writer and director, Lim. I feel like the critics that were reviewing this movie reviewed Mm -hmm. it so highly just because it's an all-Asian cast to stick with, like, to be PC. Which I don't like. If something's not good, regardless of who's in it or what race of the people is in it, it should be rated neutrally you know right it, it could still be recognized that they're trying to to make a change with american films mm-hmm. but still it, it's not like they deserve extra credit just because they did something that should have been done years ago exactly uh the movie is definitely something i wouldn't even really watch on a rainy day like honestly it looks it looks fucking cringy like the the what's her name from um everything everywhere all at once the daughter's in there that too but what's that one show on netflix emily in paris the asian girl from emily in paris is in it also the asian friend or one of the girls from beef is in it no that's her that's her oh okay she's in same emily bitch. in paris okay yeah, yeah. yeah same girl but I, I did cry for like 15 minutes there was a a really heartfelt <laughs> moment heartfelt and also like sad like it was really sad and i could see myself in that situation because i was really high so i was like my uh, my, friend was sit- <laughs> my friend was sitting <laughs> next to me also, and I was like, don't notice that I'm crying, please. So I didn't wipe my tears or nothing, so I was just like, no emotions, but he thought I was laughing because I was like, <laughs> like breathing <laughs> like, irregular. Yeah. Good. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, that's it for the movie. I'm not going to give it no more showtime. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> so I got one more proper rag of the week. It's also a little bit of an update and a little bit of a high, but I went to the drake concert mm. oh it's my fourth time seeing drake and i went solo so what i'm wrecking is if you want to fucking do something and you have nobody to go with fuck it and just fucking go yeah. like just go fuck it exactly. so i went to the drake concert solo and I feel like going to a concert solo is probably the least nerve-wracking thing to do solo because no one's no one gives a fuck. No one's even gonna look at you, bitch. Yeah, nobody's there for you. I would say that like I don't know if it was because I had to rush straight from work to like hurrying up to get ready to go to the concert or what, but it wasn't like 
or maybe my energy mm. of like not having my period yet and having that cloud on me or what but it wasn't like as uplifting as i wanted it to be like the soul action show was a lot more uplifting in regards to energy that i was mm. getting rather than the drake show i think because the soul action show is more personal because it's in a smaller space but when you see the artist like so far away well i was actually pretty close to jip oh you did get she got yeah. her tickets upgraded randomly yeah y'all. my t- my tickets were upgraded so i paid for a 200 level all the way at the top of 200 level and i was all the way at the bottom of 100 level so i was like mm. first row above the floor so it was lit and Damn, like he bitch. walked over to our side like i was like where vip and dj was like mm. the, the audio engineers and shit yeah but i don't know i That's don't know crazy. if it was because i've seen him four times and i was like and I love Drake. This is nothing against Drake, my man. If you're listening, Papito, Champagne Papi. But I feel like the show was a little cheap. I'm not. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Ooh. I feel like everybody's kind of hyping it. I've gone to four of his show, three other shows, Damn. two different tours, and I feel like. And again, we've worked at an arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike and I used to work at the Emily Arena. We know like some of the logistics and stuff, and like just a little bit of the ins and outs and stuff. Yeah. The staging was cheap. Honestly, everything was pretty cheap. That's kind of surprising. He had no opening acts. It was just him and 21 Savage. 21 Savage as a performer is shit. He literally, (laughs) like, we love 21, but, like, he literally would just walk there and be, like, Oh, that's sad, girl. Yeah. So was that disappointing? It was a little disappointing in the sense of, like, maybe if it was my first Drake show ever, Mm -hmm. it would feel different. And also, I've gone to Drake shows with people who love Drake as much as I do. So, like, Mm. feeding off of that energy with somebody might have been something that I was lacking as well because I was just singing along myself. I think it's that. I think it's that you went solo, so it's a different experience because you kind of have to hype yourself up versus having, like, your friend that's, like, let's say you're not really feeling that moment so much, but your friend is, like, Mm. going crazy, like, dancing. Then you start feeding off of that, and then you feel the hype. Because right. I had something similar at the rave I was at, like, two days ago. They were playing drum and bass, and I'm not really into it. But the I DJs love. were, like, hyped, and my friends were, like, jumping. And I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's start jumping, mate. Let's <laughs> jump into it. And then I got a hype, no, bitch. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because I'm like, if I went to Sol- I went to Selection with two of my girls... Um, and I was thinking if I would have went to Selection solo, I feel like I still would have had a really good time because mm. of the crowd and stuff. Kind of feel like maybe the crowd was different. I've noticed, too, with concerts, like, because I used to be a heavy concert goer. Mm-hmm. It is a very much dependent on the crowd. Like, if the crowd is weird, energy is a prominent thing. That sucks because a concert is even more expensive than, like, an event to go to. Girl, what? Mm. So, yeah. What would you What would you rate it? Zero to ten. That concert. Like the concert concert? Damn, this is fucking Yeah. Up. I'm mad critical, you guys. So <laughs> comparing it four. Again, I don't know if it's <laughs> the era. I don't know if it's the era because I saw nothing was the same twice. And that show was amazing because that album nostalgic like it did so much to me. And he played mm-hmm. songs. He played old songs. They didn't feel the same though. Like I don't know if it was him. Mm. I feel bad for saying this, but the, I would give the show like a six, a six or seven. Oof. Maybe you're like past, because you used to be like a huge fangirl of his back then when you would go to his right. shows more often. Now you mm-hmm. don't really even talk about him much. So maybe yeah. that's it. Like you're just not into him as much as you were. 
But also, the show was cheap. Heavy. So the show was cheap, and like Madison Square Garden is cheap. Like that shit is ghetto. Like that Ew. shit is fucking ratchet. This is yeah. I'm bashing Madison Square Garden. When the show ended, Mm-mm-mm. they literally shut off the escalators, shut off the AC, <laughs> and we had to walk on the staircase all the way down. How fucking ghetto is that? Are you kidding? Like I was like Tampa would never. Oh, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. The Emily Arena would never shut off an escalator. Not this being a promo for the Emily Arena. No, literally, <laughs> shout out Tampa. Tampa no, like, like But yeah, no fuck, fuck MSG. <laughs> like the- oh, bitch! I was like MSG the ingredient. Anyways, that too. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but more of the story. Do what you want to do. If you got nobody to go with, yeah. fucking go, ho. Honestly, you never know if it's gonna be a good experience or a bad one until you get there, and you can always you leave. You don't need nobody. You don't need nobody. Anyway, no, ma'am. No, I'm, I'm good on the ricks. Okay, so let's get into <laughs> let's get into a little. We just have a little bit of time left, so we're gonna we're like accumulating questions we want to ask each other and like have discussions about with you guys. It's like thought provoking questions, right? To really induce the proper chats side of you know being proper here with you. Mm-hmm. So we're also gonna ask y'all's opinions, but the questions we're forming are like fresh like we haven't asked each other these questions so no. we're getting firsthand first reactions you guys you guys, you guys. <laughs> do you want to start right. off or should i used to what so this has been a hot topic for years centuries years. decades even let's hear it do you think a man should pay on the first date for a hetero for a hetero a female because gay men would be different yeah, gay men are different. Absolutely, yeah. I think a man a man should pay on the first date, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> women, <laughs> no, I am prepped. I'll tell you why. Because I've always, because I'm heavy in my masculine, right, and I'm hyper independent. So I had to really understand, like I really tried to grasp both sides of this, and mm. it's as simple as a woman getting prepped for a date involves a lot more time energy work and money than a man prepping for a date the makeup the hair stuff the outfit the this the that the amount of time and energy that goes into a girl prepping for a date kind of makes up for a b the amount of Mm. risk a woman takes going on a date we have to keep it a buck our biggest fear in life as women is men why because men are predator not all men But the likelihood of a man and a female being a predator, a man is 90% more of a predator than a female, right? Mm. And so we take a risk going on a date more than a man does. I disagree. The part about women spend more money to get ready, that's, Mm -hmm. I feel that's all optional. Like, you don't have to spend money to do your hair, to do your makeup. No, you do. Society tells us that we are only desirable based on our looks. Men are not desirable based on their looks. They're desirable based on how much they can provide. But you don't... That's societal views. But you don't have to follow that yourself. I think it's easy for you to say that because you're a white man. I mean, I guess, but... Yeah, you've never had to. (laughs) But I also think that men shouldn't have to pay... Like, I don't think anybody should have to pay for the other person on the first date because I think it should be equal. We're both going there to learn about each other, 
and just to go on I a think date it in general. Is equal though, that's the thing. It's like it's equal in different ways. Just like how mm. separating it from this in particular, but like let's say you meet a friend who's a photographer and you're an aspiring model. You guys are exchanging services in regards to currency, right? Like it, it's still an exchange. And so with a date, they're paying in exchange for the value that a woman brings. The thing is, is that men and women, yeah, we're, there's equality in regards, if we're talking about feminism in regards to like equal opportunity and things like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. But men and women are different. What we provide is different. The value that we bring is different. If we're talking about a straight heterosexual um, relationship, what a man provides in a relationship and what a woman provides in a relationship are completely different. But if they're completely different, then why are we putting them on the same scale to weigh? Do you know what I mean? Because they make up for each other. It's like that exchange in services or currency. Like currency and services can be equivalent to exchange, right? So I would yeah. say that same thing when it comes to what men and women can bring. But bringing it back, you were saying that men get more from a woman, like get something from a woman. But you're also getting something from a man during a date. It's not yeah. like when you say like that, it feels more like a man's like paying for the woman's time and the woman doesn't want to be there. Like that's how it's No, absolutely to me. not. It's it's that the love, empathy, care, affection and attention that a woman can provide is different than what a man can. I would say what a woman can provide in that sense is what a man can provide with safety, protection, providing, which does mean financial providing. And not saying that women can't or shouldn't. And I'm not saying that a woman can't. Like, if the if the date drags on and they go get ice cream after, yeah, she can, like, or she could pay for parking. She could pay yeah. for the valet. She could pay for something, you know. But what I'm getting at is that I think it's even in regards to, like, it doesn't have to be currency for currency. Like, it doesn't have to be an exchange of money for an exchange of money for mm. it to be even on what one person, what each party can provide. Because I think what women can provide a lot of men can't and that's not in a bad way just like things men mm. can provide women can't but if it's equal in that way like we're both giving each other something then right. why why should the man have to pay because what because what we're providing the men can't but men provide you something that you can't provide them that's what makes it even no i mean like uh emotional like what you were saying like safety uh stability beer like the things that a woman can't, you know, so but th I mean, a woman can. But w when we're talking about just first date now, like that, I feel like goes into relationship, right? Like within relationship norms, that's dependent on you on who wants to be the breadwinner, rada di rada. Mm -hmm. But in regards to first date, we don't know each other yet. And automatically and speaking for myself, I'm hyper independent. I you know, make my own bread. I, I've gotten this far without ever, you know, relying on a man or having the pri privilege to do so. Mm -hmm. And so if I were to settle down with a man, I would want them to be able to provide for me financially, not so that I can rely on them, but that's just something that I desire out of a man. I mean, I could do the providing as well and all of that, but like how I can hold a man up and how I can inspire a man and provide and be a homemaker and this, this and that. And we're talking about relationship mm -hmm. now, like we're yeah. talking about outside of just a first date. I, f I find that to be even. If it were the case that my man is the one who provides financially, the amount that I would provide for him with everything else is completely even. My whole stance on this is like, 
we're both there to meet each other and we own each other nothing mm-hmm. so that's why it should be balanced i think it is balanced though in a way no i, I see like your point yeah with okay. that but i think just thinking of the date in general like we're both going there we're like talk not talking but about you like, asked me out you asked me out why would i pay let's say like we meet on tinder okay like two people then it's not well let's be real if we're meeting on tinder like we're going out for a drink and we're fucking you can't pay for the drink yeah come on bro <laughs> grow up like it's really i don't know it's just really that simple like now that i'm thinking I about like- it I, I every time i go on a first date i i like to pay yeah because it's like you hold that to yourself like for me if i'm going on a first date i like to lead the conversation or i like to make them feel good i like to make the man feel like he's wanted like his time is valuable like Mm -hmm. those are things that i intentionally do is a man doing that for me probably not but he's intentionally paying do you know what i mean like for me it's even like the way i'm thinking about it and making sure that i look as good as i do or hold the conversation that i do or whatever it's like I don't know. I feel like it's even in a way of... Uh, now that we're, like, discussing this more, I'm starting to feel like... You get it a little bit more? No, that this is an issue for no reason because this is not a one-shoe-fits-all type situation. Yeah. Again, it's like... Because this, this if, is a hot the, topic. Like, people discuss is. this a lot, and I feel like it actually shouldn't be. I feel like the men who are like, no, the women should pay or it should be split... You're a broke ass little boy. Like, honestly, it's hard to find respect for you. How am I going to find respect for you? Do you even eat pussy then? If you can't pay for the full first date, (laughs) we're talking about just first date. Like, after that, we could flip it off, whatever. But you can't even pay for the first date. So you're not even going to eat pussy is how that's how I like. You're not even a man. then. Like, you're really just like, what do you mean Mm. split down the middle? Are you kidding? I don't know. I feel your stance is too, like, strong on it. I think when I talk like that, it gets a little intimidating. Like, I don't think money should be thought about. So, like, how do I explain it? Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I don't think money should be an issue in general. Like, it shouldn't be something that makes you either like, like or not like a person. But everybody finds things important, you know? Like, if I were to find it important for my man to be caring in the sense where he pays attention and he like knows certain things about me and I want that like not every female wants that or like Mm. if a female wants a man who can provide all this luxury and pay for her rent and all of that I don't necessarily want that because I would prefer to have this this, and this out of my man you know Mm. what I mean like I would say money is just another trait like everything else Mm. and the only significance with money is that like our world in regards to the U.S. of A. and, you know, speaking to that, like, <laughs> it's like our world society is based on money and based yeah. on consumption and based on, you know, what. It, so that's where that importance is of rada rada, but, like, just as important as somebody wanting love and safety, I think is the same thing with money. I think we found the point that we differ at then because I don't view money as that important. Like, it's just not something I really care about. Like, I don't care how much money I have as long as I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But I think with a lot of people, especially in the States, because it's a fucking capitalist right, exactly. <laughs> country, then it's mm-hmm. like a big issue. Like, it's a 
big fighting point for couples even like money right or for me it could also be cultural as well like for me mm. i i'm first to get educated in my family so my dad for example the, the man that raised me he was uneducated and when he did have money he was very frivolous with it and he did not provide for us financially mm. at all like at all and so i mean not at all i mean we still had a roof over our head and we had running well water yeah city water but um (laughs) well water bitch it was wet it was disgusting i did not know that fucking mormon ass or amish ass lifestyle literally you can't even like flush toilet paper in my house uh that i grew up in disgusting you didn't know that yeah no i've never shared in your bathroom mad ghetto yeah probably because i told you you couldn't flush it and i have a shy butthole (laughs) (laughs) but being that he didn't provide financially which is a sense of safety unfortunately Mm. here in america everywhere especially me yeah and me coming from a communist country as well like i'm used to growing up where the cars were getting repoed or somebody was getting arrested or rioted. like we just didn't have enough money for shit and so i find it attractive when a man can show me that we can do things because he's smart with his money or because he has his money you know what i mean yeah 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 I see. I that see is attractive. Like, it's not because I'm a, a money hungry girl, but it's attractive knowing that, like, if I were to lose my job or if I were yeah. to have an off month, my man could, like, help me out and provide for me. Like, that's, I, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. I can see that how you connect money to different, like, personality traits. Right. Exactly. Like, uh, drive, you would connect with, mon- like, how much money he has and saved smart. or, like, how much money he's making. And, and that's normal. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that. That's actually a question to think about. Like, yeah. Why do we feel that money is connected to these personality traits? But that's a topic for a different day. It's all childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let me get into my question then. All right, girl. What's your question? So, my question is. It's kind of related because, like I said, I was listening to one of our old episodes. I was listening to episode six, and I think that's where I got this question from. Because mm. um, I also bounce between lollipop bodies, which is episode. <laughs> I don't even know what episode that is. But y'all can Girl, find it. I think I, there's a search bar on both. So the question is, and I don't know if this could be related to you being gay, but how do you feel about your partner dancing with other people? For me. It depends on, like, how secure I am in the relationship. Like, my first boyfriend that I had, I was... Until he cheated, up until that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yes>. I was <laughs> super se- super secure in the relationship. He could go out with his ex to the club, and I would be like, yeah, that's fine. That's like, fine. I trust you. And then my second one, which was, like, started off toxic, where I had no trust in him because he wanted an open relationship, and I didn't. Right. That's when I didn't have trust, and that's when I would, like, actually care, and it would, like shake me up basically right like, right but i think this has to deal with the security the security in the relationship up. exactly the question came up because i guess i had read this study that the most successful relationships that like last the longest are because mm. they have individual sex lives meaning like open? they still masturbate solo uh, you said that same thing in the episode oh, shit, too bitch. open <laughs> no no you did it was it was more of like they like pleasure themselves solo they'll like you know have sex mm. solo they'll fantasize solo um and sometimes like they dance with other people and things like that and i was thinking like i hope that i had the security in my relationship where i would be okay dancing with somebody else or them dancing with somebody else not in front of me per se but if they're out and just knowing that like 
yeah, they're dancing with somebody mm. and like fantasizing, whatever, but they're going to come home to me at the end of the day. I just don't know if that's feasible with a man, you know, knowing that men it is. are under this impression that they don't. Because I'm not going to say like men are hornier. That's not the case at all. Like I want to stop normalizing that men are more likely to cheat because they're hornier. And right. No, it's because they don't have repercussions. That's literally the only reason why men cheat more or whatever. They've never had to deal with repercussions and they've never really had to learn because society didn't need them to. I think also you generalize too much on men. Like not every man is like that. No, I don't think so. I'm saying like societal view mm. says like men cheat more like you know and that's Mm. not the case but i'm thinking like because society has this view that like men can't control themselves Mm. i'm like is it feasible for me to think that i could have a partner who could go out with his friends not all the time because like why are you out in the club dancing about i already said that like stop being like get your ass home fucking yeah stop it i was gonna say it girl and then the next day you'd be like i I want a gay man right anyways (laughs) no i'm on my thug shit no girl i'm on my thug shit i haven't won a feminine man like i literally want a man to be a man but yeah i i feel like i would want to be okay like dance like if i'm out with my girls and like I want to dance with somebody. I feel like it would be fun if I was in a relationship mm. and I could dance with somebody and like feel whatever feelings those gives. Yeah. And go back and like fuck the shit out of my man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bringing back what you were saying, like um, that the happiest couples have their like own individual sex life. Mm-hmm. I think that has to do with like building a relationship that's not built on codependency. Which a lot of relationships are... With sex, like, yeah, because it's like... But in everything, like, they live together in the same house, so everything they do together is shared, bank well, accounts. Well, that too, and it's like when they do talk about sex, they talk about, a, like, a joint sex life yeah. rather than their... You know what I yeah. mean? Be- just because you have one partner doesn't mean that you'll have to share your sex life. Like, your sex life can still be separated and you can still fulfill each other's fantasies and make it separate like y'all don't have to have the same fantasies for it to be fulfilled adding to this like i've met so many girls that get jealous because their boyfriend watches porn like let's say this girl has like b cup like regular Mm -hmm. ass titties and he watches in the episode too did i Mm -hmm. damn girl Mm -hmm. not to this (laughs) not to this like because now yeah because now you're a little grown so you can, like. <laughs> but like i had one friend that had b cup and then her boyfriend was watching like big titty big ass porn and she was like mm-hmm. well i want to get my tits done so i could look like that because like yeah you can't you have to have security yeah but like people don't realize that other people have fantasies as well right because for me it's like if, if my dude was only watching blonde girls how would i feel i would be like <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like is that your t- no? I would just ask like, is that your type or is that just like a little fan? Like, do you really want to like like when you envision your wife? Mm-hmm. Do you envision her blonde or do you envision her brunette? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, like, if yeah, I had yeah. a fantasy of two dudes, you know how I wouldn't have a threesome with two mm-hmm. dudes. I don't necessarily see the guy I end up with, you know, being bisexual or wanting to be with the guy. It's just a fantasy of mine. Yeah. To be with two guys. So yeah, it's true. I think everybody watches porn that they like to watch, but they wouldn't necessarily go for if it was like in front of them. Right. Or like how one of my fantasies is a masseuse. That don't mean that I yeah. want to end up with a masseuse. Exactly. 
I, mean, I don't yeah. think people make that separation, but it's also hard to think that way when you're in when the you situation. Don't have security. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. It's tough. If I was in a relationship, I would want to be in a place where I can allow my partner to dance with somebody and I can see them being happy dancing right. and not assume that they want to leave me for Fuck that. Fuck them. Yeah, right. exactly. Same. And they they could they like they're allowed to want to fuck somebody like everybody has that thought like oh I really want to fuck that guy, and that's okay that's like a normal human reaction because we're you fucking think it and, is yeah like everybody can see somebody else as sexually attractive when you have a partner sexually attractive but wanting to fuck someone is crazy I don't think I would I think if I, I maybe I worded it different not to like yeah, yeah, yeah. cheat but like see themselves like having the want to cheat is a little much that's way that's too like, much yeah. That's yeah, that's no, a line yeah. that's waiting to be that's crossed. A, that's actually cheating. That's yeah. actually cheating. That's yeah. like, um, what is it? Mental. Emotionally cheating. There yeah. we go. But like, let's say I'm dancing with a guy. I would probably be thinking about my man and how I'm going to go like, fuck him. Like, oh my God, I'm so hot. Yeah. Like, I'm and, so sexy. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to go fuck my man right now. When both couples are secure with each other, I feel that is exactly how it works out. Like, you get horny right. from dancing with the stranger, and then you go and fuck your man. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. that's how I was feeling in my first relationship. Like, I could see people as attractive and be like, they're fuckable. But right. I would take that energy and put it into my man. Exactly. Now, yeah. if your man is dancing with another bitch and she gets his number, leave him. Yeah. He is cheating on you. That he is, is not shit. No. He's a piece of shit. Exactly. It's like where you draw the line and like those are conversations that you would have to have with your partner too. And like that would take a lot of building and trust. I was just going to say like it also depends on the type of dancing. I'm talking about like like berriando, yeah. like my ass is in the air and he's catching it. That's what I was thinking. But you could do that in a way that's like... That's tasteful. It exactly. Act, like like it's it makes it funny because yeah. you can like hype it up. Yeah, like, if it, if I was at a Soul Action show, and, like, the music is, like, it, you know, drum mm -hmm. and bass or whatever in Jungle, it's, like, we're just, like, feeling the music together. Exactly. You know, like, it's not about me having a fat ass and you having a fat cock in between these cheeks. <laughs> it's about <laughs> us feeling the music together. Exactly. And then I'm horned up and I'm ready to go slurp my man up. Mm -hmm. So if y'all get jealous out there that your man is dancing with another girl, there's no security maybe in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe y'all need to work on y'all's security. It's rehab. crazy because people, mm, <laughs> people who don't rehab, <laughs> people who have relationship issues, I'm like, you know, it's okay to have relationship issues, but like, what are you doing to work on it? I feel like people don't really work on it. You no, know? but people don't want to recognize their own problems also. That part. Mm. That part. Well... I feel like we did you guys some justice today. We did. Something to think about. Something to, we got we gave you a lot mm -hmm. to think about. So take what you please. We hope you enjoyed this hour and some. We hope you walked and, and talked. And talked. Talk, talk to talk yourself. Back. <laughs> talk back, talk to, back us. to us. <laughs> no, literally, talk back to us, girl. girl. That sounds so crazy. Imagine you see somebody walking down the street and they're like, but actually I would think they're on the phone. Honestly, yeah, just act like you're on the vote. But I be kick cackling <laughs> when I listen to us. So no, I do. At least laugh. As always, you guys can find us at The Proper Podcast on Instagram and Proper Podcast on TikTok. You can find me at Thank You Lex on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find Mike at Mike Kandoff. You can find everything that we talked about in today's episode in the description, including the proper recommendations, along with our first sponsorship that we mm -hmm. have with Team Self Love. Yeah. Go, ahead and <laughs> Go ahead and support us there. 
and leave us a review we would love it so much if you mm-hmm. left us a five-star review on amazon apple spotify yep. everywhere that you're listening please leave us a review and write in yep as you should and on that note we say i do bye y'all <laughs> bye total love we love you <laughs>